0: Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have now been invited to King Charles coronation all via email so the question is will they reply and will they attend? I'm Rick Holes first your ticket feed this hour. China is ramping up its military spend so how much is the revised budget? Details next. Violent clashes between police and protesters in front of the parliament in Athens over the country's worst train crash ever seen.
1: And Sweden and Finland's NATO bids are still pending. But could this week bring a decisive decision? An update from Europe next.
0: Also ahead, former President Donald Trump makes a bold address in Washington. Our report next. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world. This
1: is Ticker News.
0: Hello to our viewers around the world. It's great to see you. Welcome to another Working Week. Let's get you up to date with everything that's happening now. China will ramp up military spending this year, but the United States budget is still four times greater. China will increase military spending by more than 7% to sit around the $225 billion mark. The United States budget, though, four times greater than that, but analysts do believe that China downplays how much it spends on defence. Outgoing Premier told the National People's Congress meeting in China that external threats are now escalating, saying the armed forces should intensify military training and spending and be more prepared this week's meeting will also formalize xi's leadership of the country as he will be elected president of china and head of the armed forces the week ahead could put the nato military alliance closer to adding two new member countries after months of waiting sweden and finland are set for a very big key decision making related to their bids Tigger's ryan thompson reports from paris
1: Well, for more than a month, Finland and Sweden have put their NATO applications on ice. After a protest in January pushed Turkey, the key holdout country so far, to suspend negotiations altogether and even suggest that Sweden may never join the military alliance at all Of course, all 30 NATO allies need to approve a new member, but Finland and Sweden have been waiting for nearly a year now after they dropped a long-standing policy of military non-alignment last spring. That, of course, in the wake of Russia's invasion into neighboring Ukraine. Now, this week, the week ahead will be key, because it starts with Hungary's parliament giving its final decision on whether to allow the two countries into the military alliance. They don't hold the same hard line per se as Turkey, but they have been skeptical of new members joining the alliance and they're the second to last to ratify here. The United States, England, France, all of them have gone ahead. Then fast forward to Thursday, Sweden, Finland and Turkey will resume talks, getting back to the negotiating table after several weeks, potentially with some progress having been made in the background. Turkey says they could be favorable to Finland's membership, but there's bigger question marks for Sweden because at this stage they say Stockholm has not satisfied the conditions that they want to see. And separately, Ukraine could eventually join NATO in the quote long-term, according to the secretary general of the organization, Jens Stoltenberg, who suggested earlier this week there would be a place in the military alliance, but not until after Russia's invasion came to an end. Ryan Thompson, Ticker News, Paris.
0: Reminders of former President Donald Trump's influence over the Republican Party were everywhere at the annual CPAC this weekend in Washington. Zachary Goldman will tell you more.
2: Former U.S. President Donald Trump, who is again seeking the White House as a Republican, spoke at the Conservative Political Action Conference in Washington this weekend and made clear that his message was the future of Republican politics in America.
0: We had a Republican Party that was ruled by freaks, neocons, globalists, open border zealots, and fools.
2: But we are never going back to the party of Paul Ryan, Karl Rove, and Jeb Bush. Trump could assail the Republican Party's former leaders and luminaries with impunity at CPAC, because at CPAC, almost everything was Trump. His face flashed on tank tops and lettered T-shirts, twinkled on rings and bedazzled high heels. Supporters could show their commitment to his MAGA agenda on hats and their loyalty on stickers. The speakers included some of Trump's most loyal allies in Congress, including far-right Republican Representatives Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gaetz, and Lauren Bobert. Some were recent election losers turned election deniers, such as Arizona Republican gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake They stole that election. The entire world saw it. And Brazil's former president Jair Bolsonaro. Trump wasn't even the only speaker named Trump. We need a president that is not owned by other people. There was his son, Donald Trump Jr., and his daughter-in-law, Laura Trump. In the run-up to an election year, CPAC typically showcases rival Republican candidates, but so far only former South Carolina governor and UN ambassador Nikki Haley has declared her intentions to challenge the 45th president. This is
0: my purpose. This is our mission. Let's save our country from
2: weakness and wokeness. Let's bring back a nation that's strong and proud. Haley and former U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, another potential presidential candidate, received polite, if tepid, responses from the crowd. Haley was met with chants of Trump in the hallway outside the ballroom where she gave her speech. CPAC once was the premier gathering of the party's Republicans in Washington. It was skipped this year by most Republican members of Congress and the nation's Republican governors. Many speakers spoke to a half-empty ballroom, and attendance overall seemed noticeably lower than in years past. And you're going to have World War III, by the way. You're going to have World War III if something doesn't happen fast. You're going to have World War III. Trump, in his remarks closing the event Saturday night, offered a dark vision of decay and violence if he wasn't re-elected in 2024. But we have no choice. If we don't do this, our country will be lost forever and offering a promise of restoration and revenge if he wins. I am your warrior, I am your justice, and for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution, I am your retribution. Not gonna let this happen.
0: There were violent clashes between police and protesters in front of the parliament in Athens over the country's worst train crash ever seen. About 12,000 people gathered in front of the parliament building in Greece. They released black balloons into the sky in memory of the 57 people who died as a result of the head-on collision between a passenger train and a freight train last week. Some protesters set fire to garbage cans and threw Molotov cocktails. Police responded with tear gas and stun grenades. Earlier in the day, the Prime Minister asked for forgiveness from the relatives of the victims of the disaster. In the address to the nation, he told Greeks it is unacceptable that in Greece in 2023, two trains move towards each other on the same track and no one notices. Many in Greece see the crash as an accident that's been waiting to happen and the Railway Workers Union are blaming governments disrespect towards Greek railways for leading to this tragic result. Families on board Malaysia Airlines flight MH370 have called on the Malaysian government to allow a new search for the missing plane. The plane mysteriously disappeared nine years ago. The families are now calling on the government to allow US seabed exploration company Ocean Infinity to help again with the search. Ocean Infinity previously looked for the plane in the southern Indian Ocean back in 2018 but to no avail. Stay with us, we have plenty more updates and analysis coming up in just a moment. Don't go anywhere, you're watching Ticker News. You're watching Ticker News.
1: More news is just minutes away.